How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And today we're going to discuss doing the boring work. At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. So we now drop off Lily at daycare and, you know, I usually take her out of the stroller down the street so that I can walk like the last half a block with her in my arm. And, you know, I'm like shaking her around. We're laughing. We're giggling. She's smiling. I'm giving her kisses on the cheek. And then we get to uh, her daycare. And then I usually just grab her bag out of the bottom of the stroller and I, I walk into the daycare. And, you know, before... She would get like all like, oh no, she would see the lady and they kind of like hug into, hug into me, her dad, her papa, right? And then like now she gets there and she just, she's just hugging me and then um, I hand her off. There's no kicking. There's no, I don't want to go. It's just, it's a smooth transition. And um, I'm just happy to see her growth in that, in that process. And then still, like, when I'm walking back, I'm pushing this empty stroller. And I used to always, like, think about, like, why does that person have a stroller? There's no baby in it or there's no dog in it or it's just an empty stroller. Now, I'm that guy walking around the neighborhood with no, no with a stroller with no baby or dog in it. So, um, yeah. So, how awesome would it be if we just started something? Something new, and we were just good at it. I mean, if all the back and forth and all the pain was gone, just immediately we start it and we're good at it, and it's just it's just easy. Like, I don't know how awesome that would really be because it probably would actually, for me personally at least, like I wouldn't appreciate it. Like, I wouldn't appreciate what I had accomplished because it was, it was so easy. The things that I appreciate in life are the things that I had to work at and get better at and continue to overcome the challenges. Those are the things that I look back and I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, that was so much work. Like I was horrible when I first started that, but like, oh my God, at the end I I understood it. I was like, I was playing the game. I was in play. I was making things happen. Like that's when you go back and you feel good about something and you appreciate it. And you appreciate all the boring work that you had to do. The consistent work that you had to do. The grind work that you had to do. That some people weren't willing to do. I remember when I first got to Syracuse, my, uh, my professor was like, you look to your left and you look to your right. 
And this was freshman year. You got all these fresh-faced kids there, and everybody's a little scared and nervous. And you got this professor up front saying, you look to your left and you look to your right. That person probably won't be here tomorrow or or in a month or, or next year. And you're just like, geez, that's a little harsh. But it was kind of, it was true at the end of the day. You know, a lot of the people blew out of engineering. A lot of the people didn't want to do all the, the work for engineering or they didn't, they didn't enjoy it. And I'm glad that they went on and did something that they wanted to do. Right. But the same thing had the same feeling for me when I, I was, I was, I was playing football at Syracuse. Like I remember the first practice and I was like, you know, you, you you go from being a senior and kind of being the top dog, right, in high school, to now being a freshman. I was a walk on, and like totally had to prove myself all over again, because now I was in a Division One football school, and and there were seniors, and actually there was fifth year seniors because you know like sometimes what they'll do is they'll redshirt their freshman year so that means they get like an extra year so you got fifth year seniors there that have been in there for 5 years and have grinded it out and put in all the hard work for 5 years and here I am wet behind the ears still coming in there and you know I I I thought I was the big dog and then realizing that wow man I got a long way to go <laughs> a long way to go so I, I got there in my first practice and um I get in there and you know coach tells me to go hit this kid and I was like all right <laughs> so I get in there and I just you know I, I kind of looked at him like you really want me to hit him like yeah he's like yeah go up there and you smash him and so I, I got up there and I went went, went and smashed him right this I didn't realize that he was like the kid that I went to go hit. He was like he didn't really have his chin strapped on, you know. He was like still warming up, you know. This is one of the fifth year seniors, <laughs> and I went and smashed him. But like that's what my coach told me to do, so that's what I did, you know. And then he he now like he got hit, so now he's like he's really strapped up. Like oh, I'm gonna get this kid. Like this kid doesn't know what he's doing. Like I'm gonna really light this kid up. So then the coach says again, like, hey, go get him. All right. So I line up and he's like, you know, this is drill work. He said, huh? And then he comes flying at me at the same time and boom, it was a collision like I never forgot. <laughs> but uh, so after that practice, you know, it was like, I called my mom. I remember calling my mom and I'm like, hey, mom, what's up? Uh, I don't know what I got myself into, but. Be some big boys over here. <laughs> Cause they were some big boys. I mean, like, all of a sudden I went from like being one of the bigger kids on the football field to now having kids that are like three hundred pounds, lifting five hundred pounds, running four nines. And that's like the big boys. Now the smaller guys, man, those guys are running like four fours, four threes. Like they were big, fast, strong. And that was the same program that I was on in high school, the bigger, faster, stronger, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, BFS, you know, like everybody wanted to get bigger, faster, and stronger. And these guys were big, fast, and strong. And I'm like, mom, I don't know what I got myself into. Oh my gosh, these guys are big, they're fast, they're strong. 
And it was at that point where I was like, I could have just said, you know what? I'm in college. I can just hang out and relax. Or I can follow through with my original commitment to myself. And it was it was definitely a, a thought, a new decision that came in my mind because, like, I was I was living with some students that weren't in football, so I was I saw the life that they were living. You know what I mean? Like, I saw every weekend they were going out, hanging out, going to the parties, doing all the fun stuff. You know, and like I knew that, like, yeah, I could go out there and do the same thing, but like if I show up to practice like that, man, like that hit that I took the other day is gonna be even ten times worse. And I'm not gonna be in my full capacity to really take that hit. So I need to I need to uh I need to stay focused, right? And like that football story, like year one was 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 like a huge learning experience. Then year two was like finally starting to understand the game. Finally starting to understand it. Like I got my first opportunity to travel with the team. We went to the Notre Dame game, hopped on the private jet, like with all my team members, got to be in the, uh, got to be in the big vans. And then we're driving in the big vans to the football stadium. And like, this is Notre Dame. Like this is the first game I ever got to travel on. And like all of a sudden the crowd, the, the crowd, we drive up and the crowd's all in the parking lots. And I mean, when I say the crowd, I mean, this is like tens of thousands of people everywhere grilling out, barbecue and hanging out. And then all of a sudden the crowd just like parts and like we just drive our bus through there. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be this is awesome. This is ridiculous. So that was year two. And then year three, I got even better than in year two. Like I can now hang with them. You know what I mean? Like I was getting first and second team reps. I was able to get hit, but I was also to lay hits. Because when you're playing with the big boys, you're not going to always win everything. Like, you're going to take some hits. Like, you go back and you watch any Floyd Mayweather videos. The guy is 50, you know, 50 plus and I don't even know how many victories he's got, but he's got a bunch of them, right? But he had to take some hits along the way. Like, he's undefeated, but, like, you go back and watch some YouTube videos of Floyd, pretty boy Mayweather, and he took some vicious punches to the jaw. It continued to get back up and battle, right? And battle and battle. And that's exactly what was happening. You know, I was getting better. I was starting to understand my assignment. I was starting to understand how I had to position things. I had to get stronger. I had to commit to the weightlifting regime. I had to commit to training. I had to commit to all of those things. And then my senior year came, and then I was really getting an opportunity to, to get out there and show coaches and show the team and show myself what I could do. Started to build my confidence. And as my confidence built, my play got better. And as my play got better, I was really getting real opportunities to go out there and 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 play and play and play special teams and, and get some reps and get some um the opportunity. 
And then, yeah, I didn't get the final goal that I wanted to get, which was like being a starter, going to the NFL. That was the goal, right? And I, I didn't hit that goal. And like, that's crappy. It was, it's, it's, it was horrible. Like I, I, I wanted to hit that, right? But I extracted out the doing the boring work. I extracted out the skill versus will. I extracted out the determination, the hard work. I can do anything. I can compete with anybody. Like those things can never be taken away from me. And now I use those exact same things in the business world. The business world where I'm competing against other businesses. I'm willing to put the late nights in. Because I've been used to putting the late nights in and then still waking up early in the morning to go train and go train with some of the best athletes in the world. I've expanded what I thought was possible, what I thought I could do. And this guy that I follow, Alex Hermosi, calls that the boring work, right? Like the day in, the day out. We create all the, we create, we have this dream in the beginning. It's emotional. It's enthusiastic. Or we're enthusiastic about it. And then like after a month or two months, it's like, Oh, I don't want to do that Facebook live anymore. Like, oh, I don't want to make this sales call anymore. I mean, even doing this podcast, like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Like in the beginning, it was all emotional. It was like enthusiastic about it. Like, yeah, I got to go do it, you know. But after nine months, after 10 months, after a year. Like, are you going to still be just as committed as you were in the beginning? That's what my other mentor, Brandon Dawson, calls skill versus will. Like, you can have all the skills that you want, but, like, if you don't have that will, that dog in you, <laughs> that's the Eric Thomas, right? That dog in you, <laughs> that grit. the non-quit in you, that none of this stuff even matters because you're going to be off to the next thing and chasing the next, the next thing you're excited about. Like, yes, there is emotion in the moment and you want to use that emotion to get off the block. But once that thing becomes a responsibility, you need to stay committed to that. Build a team around that. And as you continue to build a team around it, you're doing the boring work. And that's what great businesses are made of. That's how they become great. They continue to do the same thing day in and day out, tweaking it, getting better at it. Until one day, they are called the best. With love, keep putting one foot in front of the next and continue to build your legacy. 
Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. 